Hey everybody, welcome to the Thursday Night Kingdom of Loathing podcast radio show. How's it going? I'm Jake. Hey, and I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. I'm not sure who I was asking how's it going. Maybe our listeners. How's it going, listeners? Let's pause and let our listeners tell us how it's going. Oh, sorry to hear that about your cat, Dwayne. <laughs> Whoa, weird. Yeah. Uh, how you guys been? You, Riff and Kevin. Hot Stuff. Fuck. Yeah, I know. I, I had to think about it. And I, yeah. It's so easy with Riff. It is so easy because yeah. it's it's Finally, as if his name, name doesn't change. Everything. Yeah. You should just start going by Hot Stuff. No. Ah, oh, come on. No, I don't even use that. Like I, I don't use that in any video game, other video game. Yeah. I think it would improve I'd... your social life dramatically. <laughs> Why weren't you Woomp in KOL? I don't know. I, I mean, I made. I, it was not my first account. Remember, mm-hmm. I made. I, I had attempted to make like an accordion thief, and I made it with a different name, and then I, I did that thing where I forgot to check a box or whatever, and so it reloaded the form, and so I made a seal clever instead. I was like, God damn it! I'm such, I'm such a, I'm so good at the internet. And so my second account, which was an accordion thief, I said, oh, you know, clearly I'm, I'm such hot stuff with this, this stuff. Oh, I see. You, so it could have yeah. easily been named dipshit or yeah. bad at web exactly. forms. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have you reserved Wumpf as a uh, as a multi? I don't even know. Uh oh. So I've got I've got a raff and a riffraff and another one that. That I use Griff. when 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 I, well, it's one that I use when I don't want people to know that it's me. Ooh, so you better not say it out loud. Yeah, exactly. I I often make multis and log in and play as a newbie and see how people react to noobs, and people are almost always super nice. Yeah, we were talking cool. about that. That came up on Monday. Somebody oh, yeah. somebody posted this big proposal in the radio show forum thread about like this is what I think you should do to get rid of all the assholes in newbie that ruin experiences for new players and stop anyone from donating ever. <laughs> I mean, I I am sure there are people that are assholes in chat, especially newbie, right? Like I'm, I don't see it very often, but I'm sure that they're around. And you know, if you spend a lot of time there, you're going to see it a lot because, yeah. you know, you're seeing a lot of the stuff that's going on. But yeah, by and large, people were really really nice to me as a new player, and I've done that like four or five times. I keep meaning to uh, actually make a new account and play through as though I was playing, but then I keep thinking, well, I'll do that after I change this next quest. Well, I'll do that after I change this next <laughs> I quest. Did it, I played up through the first half of the game several times, first six six or so levels. Recently? Uh, within the past six months. Like since the new tutorial and everything? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How'd, how, did, how did you find I, it? It's much, much sort of more straightforward than it ever used to be. It's still... You know, it depends on the kind of person you are. I, I could definitely come in and you like you could start clicking on stuff and be like, "Wow, this is really cool." There's a lot of stuff to do, or you could be like, "Oh my god, this game is too sprawling. It kind of freaks me out." You know, I could imagine yeah. either reaction. Yeah. I mean, I, as a new account, though, there is always a thing telling you where to go and what to do. Yeah, that's really important. Is, I think. Yeah. 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 You know, in this day and age, that you know, I think we really need to update the instructional book thing. The the what the 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 documentation documentation i mean really? you say that i don't know that anyone ever goes to it yeah I mean, that, I, I, say, mean, I say that so and you like, say that and, chris, and every chris time you say pointed, that chris moyer posts yeah, how many 15, times thousand hits yeah. a day or whatever yeah um but i think most people just go to the wiki for it is such a weird actual information thing. it well, is a but, weird thing to look for document i mean when is the last time you looked at the documentation for world of warcraft what would that even be what would well, the manual i don't know be? but I, Being I read, that there's I read the a manual. link that says documentation, I remember using it a lot when I was a new but player. But it says all kinds of stuff that's true. I mean, it doesn't, <laughs> it's not that, you know, because the, the things that have changed. It's incomplete if you're looking for something. 
Well, like what? Like, do, the do you want to contain things of the like game haven't changed? What yeah. does chewing gum on a string do? Or well, like, I mean, there's, I mean, does it have all the <clears throat> chat commands that we have now? Yeah, City Monitor keeps that relatively up to date. Yep. Huh. Okay. It's, I mean, there's definitely some undocumented features, but but well, uh, that's sort of back, back to what you said a second ago. I don't know that we have anything that points a new player to the wiki. Does a new player well, have we any don't, way to no, know? No, because we don't. We like that's well, we do. It's there's the. Um, the game is totally self-explanatory. You don't need <laughs> any external information that to is, do anything. That is not a game. Vaguely totally true. true. <laughs> it's totally true. I mean, it will be once the quest revamps are all done. Well, okay. What I was going to say is, you know, uh, my my sort of like hesitance to put something that's not finished out there versus your like, let's just put out little pieces of it as it gets done thing like right now it is it's really confusing when the quest tracker stops giving you information yes and that's that's i think a bad scene i think it is too um because um, if people have been relying on that which is why my plan for last february is to revamp the mclarge huge quest and then get on that through yeah, the rest no, of the game so like that's like that basically you know as soon as you finish that i think it will be really solid i like i think that is a phenomenal tool yep that needs more i mean love. i should have just kept going on that until i was done and yeah. not did anything else but you yeah. know but all this other cool stuff that happened shit comes up right i mean world events yeah shit comes out of penis yeah that's uh, it goes. roy drew a picture of shit <laughs> two, coming out two. Of a, he, he drew two pictures uh, <laughs> Illustrating it really is phrase. like one of those pictures that you got at sears which is like you and then your face from the other side sort of floating in midair next to you <laughs> except this was an ass shitting out a dick like a, someone had eaten a, or stuffed a probably hadn't eaten it because it didn't look digested nah, it looked like somebody sort had of shoved, inverted somehow shoved a severed dick backwards up an ass and mm. it was being shat out but then the top of it was actually a a penis with a turd coming out of it yeah, it was really gross. It's yeah. great. I'm going to scan it and uh, post it to the asymmetric Twitter. This is what <laughs> this is one of the things we paid the pretentious artist to do today. <laughs> your tax dollars at work. I mean, your donation dollars at work. Um, that is decidedly not kid-friendly or safe for work. Yeah, what were we talking about before I had to think about that picture again? Uh, that image is going to be in my head for the rest of my life now. <laughs> I, you can't unthink it. I think it's going to keep coming up, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, playing the game through. Nobody ever complains about the documentation, right? Sometimes okay. people will say, I think it'd be a good idea to redo all the documentation, but nobody is ever like, the documentation was lacking in X regard or yeah, whatever. And I don't know. Sure. I mean, I think Gamelli has, has laid out some yeah. potential changes to it. I mean, Mary of Doom also did a bunch of work laying out a bunch of potential changes to it. And I just, it, I, I don't, what I remember of looking at that, it was like, okay, this is just all the same information, and then a bunch of game spoilers laid out in more or less the same uh, way as the existing documentation. And it's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think the basic operations of gameplay, the documentation's job is to tell you how to move around the world, and that does not require a lot of documentation. If you can get to the documentation, you can already move around the world. Okay, well, that's, that's right. part of the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like I guess it has been a while since I looked at it. My mom it logged in. It bears me looking at it again and seeing if there's anything I feel is missing. I, uh, or I, I helped my mom make an account, and she was just baffled. Yeah, she just the very first moment, she had no idea what to do. Like, you know, which is kind of the genesis of me making that animated click here arrow thing, because... Like, oh, I thought you did that because Play Havoc wanted it. No. That was just a side effect. <laughs> him, him, He didn't know that he wanted it until... Well, sure. That's the thing. I mean, that's it's our job as game designers to give the players what they don't know that they want. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, because I, my mom did not understand that she needed to click on one of the icons to mm-hmm. make the game go, <laughs> right? So yeah, I mean, games, you know, even even you know, modern games for serious game players, still they have stuff on the screen tells you exactly what to do, yeah, to teach you to move around the world, yeah, that's true, you know, yeah. and it's yeah, yeah, click on places to go to them. I mean, KOL is weird because there's not really a sense of location. You're not really, you don't know that. Right. And so it's, I, I, you know, I think it would bother me on some level if it was any more complicated, right? Like, but it's not, so it doesn't. Right. Like I sort of, you know, I understand. I think on a fundamental level, it's like navigating a menu of places to go. Right. Um, I mean, it started out as just icons. It wasn't, the things were not meant to represent an area of the world and there's still some places that are like, I mean the dungeon full of dungeons is still now there's a, there's walls around all the icons, but they're still just icons. Right. Or are they, do they still have the, I didn't make them all into trap doors. Did I, that would have been a way to not that I recall making them all into trap doors would have been a way to make that actually a thing. Anyway, should we answer some questions? Sure. Uh, let's get through last, uh, Monday's, the, the Monday shows forum thread. Oh, but first, uh, somebody wrote into the Twitter. Uh, what did they write? I wanted to respond to this. Uh, Damien P says, uh, he's quoting us on the Monday show. Me, actually. The thing that got me into Tic Tacs was not that they were delicious. It was that they came in an awesome plastic container. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I found, uh, I found a box of, or a little container, Tic Tac container full of, uh, little tiny rocks in my childhood stuff. Nice. So you actually did do something with the Oh, yeah. Nice. I put stuff I always in them. said I was going to, and I didn't. I collected rocks. So uh, Scully and I spent some time talking about our favorite candies, and I figured I'd give you guys a chance to Oh, yeah? Mm. Yeah. What, okay, what are your favorite Halloween. candies now, and what were your favorite candies as kids? I mean, I spend a lot of money on Snickers, I think, probably. Mm. I, used to, I used to go through a lot of Snickers back when that was lunch. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's the thing. It, for me, it is a, it's kind of a meal replacement. Like it's if I'm like medicine, right? Like, cause you'll, you'll, you'll yeah. use it to stave off the headache that you will get for not eating. Yeah. You don't yeah. eat it because you're like mm, candy bars. Well, yeah. but I am. I mean, it's, it's something that I, I know I will always want to eat. Right. Sure. But I'm saying you don't like eat lunch and then go into your office and be like, Ooh, Snickers. Right. Right. Well, I do, but then I don't eat it. Well, sure. Okay. Um, it's that, it's that constant. Uh, that constant yeah. subsuming of your id. I'm trying to, man. It's hard. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, that's, that's what separates that's what us from did. the beasts. <laughs> uh, I really liked, when I was a kid, I really liked the Willy Wonka bottle caps. You, you reminded mm, me of that. Yeah. You know, the other day. Uh, nerds. I like nerds yeah. a lot. All of Willy Wonka's stuff was pretty good. Yeah. I, I, we got stoppers. into this on Monday. I like the idea of nerds, but they don't actually taste that good. I like mm-hmm. the really just, artificial flavor. They're just sugar. Yeah, but they're, they're re- they got a lot of really good artificial the flavor. The sugar overpowers the artificial flavor in a way that with like Jolly Ranchers, they don't. I, I feel like Jolly, Jolly Ranchers, Ranchers are a much better delivery mechanism for artificial um, flavor. I think it's the... You can suck on nerds, too. They're just harder to suck on. They're, okay. they're just as they're just as much fun. That must have been the problem all those girls were having when I was in high school. <laughs> They're just harder to harder yeah. to suck on. Yeah. It's harder to get past all the annoying uh, habits that make you not want to hang out with yeah. a nerd dude. Um, what about you, Riff? Uh, try not to eat a lot of candy these days, but once in a while I'll give in and get a Twix. Yeah. It's good. Uh, and I really like uh, lemon drops. Hmm. Uh, my favorite candy now is the Reese's, mini Reese's peanut butter cups. You know what I always forget about that I really liked when I was a kid, but that I never, ever get now is I think Brock's refers to them as cinnamon Imperials. But mm-hmm. when I was a kid, they were just red hots. 
oh, which yeah. are like the little oh, little, little, little like pea size yeah, flat yeah. disc cinnamon candies. Mm, yeah. Those are good because they're kind of chewy. Do you ever get the uh, sort of? They usually come out around Christmas time. The like totally melt in your mouth mint balls. You would just put one in your mouth, and if you did nothing, it would just dissolve into like a, a slurry in like maybe thirty seconds. Or something. I I think of those as being like the mint, the kind of after dinner mints that old people have. Hmm. There, but there's some that are like harder, and some that are like really airy. And the ones that were really airy were really good. Mm, yeah, I don't know about that. Um, the and I'm not talking about the little tiny ones. Always... They're like they're like. Uh, cheese puff ball sized oh huh no i don't think i know about those yeah those were pretty good those are hard to find now i don't know where to get those i would always get a lifesavers sweet storybook in my oh, stocking yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was the only time during the year that i ever ate lifesavers was those would last me months because i didn't get like i would eat all the ones that i was really excited yeah. about like the tropical ones the butterscotch then, roll was always kind of yeah like an I'd, entire roll of butterscotch or whatever yeah, it was butter just, butter just, rum yeah, yeah. it's just gross roy gave me the uh the other day a uh like a, a mango hard candy that filled with a chili powder mm-hmm. center. Yeah, that yeah, he gave all, he gave all yeah I was those. really feeling dubious about that, but it Pretty turned out to good. be really good. Yeah. yeah. A lot of the, like a lot of the Mexican candy actually turns out to be pretty good. If you, if you open your heart, <laughs> this is what I've, this is what I've learned from our international friends. <laughs> Diversity is good. See, you get to taste all kinds of sweet candy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and monkey brains. Yeah snakes with other snakes inside yeah <laughs> mm. yo dog i heard you were hungry <laughs> um let's see what is going on in this forum thread starting at number 30 from the monday show uh Scarfedin says in a similar vein to the changes you guys have been making would you consider making it so descriptions of items that grant a skill like skill books contain a link to the skill description yes i actually intended to do that with this used book change but i didn't get around to it uh, i I think it is. Is there probably, a generalized function? For there this is thing? not. There, there is a function, uh, but it's not stored in the database. Um, uh, it's you use it in the in the uh, guild halls, right? Or the clan? Not the, the like the. Oh, for a pop up skill description. Yeah, there's definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's just a you just write code to pop up desk skill with an argument. Okay. Right? Um, but I think I would. I think it would be easier. To do like I've got that thing where I can embed an item description inside another item description, right. and I think it'd be easy. Yo, dog! I heard you like items. Yeah. <laughs> it would be easiest to just write a function to like embed a skill description in that, and then hard code right. it into the item descriptions. Um, right. Although, yeah, yeah, because they all have icons and stuff now, so I could basically do it exactly the same way. Like grants this skill when used, and it could just embed the skill description. Yeah, actually, instead of you having to click on it, it could just embed it like the item. That's that's a better idea. Um, you for a joke, we should make something that goes many layers deep. That would not actually work. It's not It'd it, be funny, it, but it wouldn't. You, I couldn't do it. Well, you couldn't I, do it. Well, yeah, you can't nest more than one. No, because it's not like a function to display the description. It's just parsing the description, and if so, it pulls out another block of text I mean, and we drops could it in. Fake but it doesn't. It. Like, because then I, it'd be funny. I know. Von, Von Neumann's catastrophe of infinite description regress. Yes. Uh, also, since you've been changing descriptions to more explicitly say what things do, are you planning on doing the same with passive skills? Uh, some, like Spirit of Ravioli, tell you exactly what they do in the description. Others, like Overdeveloped Sense of Self-Preservation, only give you a general idea of what they do through the description. Yeah, I keep meaning to add like a blue text block to skills so that I can be... The the thing that hangs me up on that is then what do I do about like stream of sauce, which is just like a fucking confused like because of the math is so confusing. Yeah, the, it, there's just a lot of factors that go into what 
I mean, plus spell damage doesn't have to be dealt with exactly, you know, but just like, do I just spell out the base damage and then say higher mysticality makes this higher or do I just ignore that or I don't know. Yeah. It seems like it would be helpful to new people to have that extra bit of explanation. Yeah, the people that are looking extra for it. makes it better. Otherwise, they have to go to the wiki or, or go through an, a painful process of trying to figure it out. But they don't. I mean, they just have to try it once and they see, oh, wow, this does a lot of damage. Well, or they try it once and they get the low end of it. Uh, or, they, or they, you know, like they try it when they have a high mysticality buff on and it does a lot of damage and then they don't understand why it. They don't understand why it doesn't do anything. Yeah, like. Well, I know. mean, we should just spell out after every time you do damage. This damage was. You know, <laughs> have a little robot that tells you that. Yeah. Just read Siri, we could have Siri explain it. Yeah. Um, or uh, Dr. Spazzo. We could have Dr. Spazzo <laughs> explain it. Eliza. Uh, let's see. How do you feel about your stream of sauce damage? Ultimate Chaos talks about how there's some other stuff that he wants kept track of in other uh, accomplishments. And yeah, that is that is still a project that is like not really on hot stuff's list of things to do but is a oh yeah i don't even have a thing. ping for that you don't yeah but you did you made it so that i could see that i had talked to you about like just looking at perma flags yeah. i did i guess like i wrote you a i wrote you a thing to do it looking at perma flags and just giving me a list of recommendations of stuff to keep track of in there it's gonna get really huge uh high priestess of tinsel Ah, nice uh, Flight of the Concords reference. Mm, yeah. uh, not really questions so much as statements or unquestions, if you will. One, I'd like to echo the sentiments of previous posts and say that if you want a nuke a haunted house, do it. I've only been playing for four months, but I like the idea of limited content because it gives me bragging rights to say, yeah, I was there. There are plenty of other ways for people to make bajillions of meat in this game. Uh, and then B, I think you guys should consider a Nyan Cat type familiar that drops different colored toaster pastries that give different effects when consumed. Oh. So, uh, I don't know what Nyan Cat is. I keep seeing like a cat. Animation. I have. Yeah. I've seen a cat that, that is it. whose body is a pop I think tart. That's all of it. That's it. And there's a rainbow behind it. Yeah. Okay. That is it. I guess I just need to go look at Know Your Meme yeah. so that I can see where it comes from or whatever. But that's it. I was it not a goat's joke? I don't know. Not that I'm aware of. Um, oh, okay. I know what you're talking in the about. First, like I think in the that's first story arc of goats, yeah. there's a spaceship, and the way that their spaceship is powered is that you put kittens in it, and it turns them into like velocity and pop tarts. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out where the kittens go, and it turns out they're just like given to a happy home that was thinking about adopting a kitten. Yeah. 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 Hey guys, says Mez592. It's awesome to see color out of space reference in the Halloween content because it's my favorite Lovecraft story. I was wondering if you guys had a favorite Lovecraft story. Uh, it's the mm. one where the guy's insane at the end. <laughs> and yeah, it's the one where somebody faints and then wakes up and doesn't remember what horrible things happened. Um, I think probably Mountains of Madness. Yeah, I like that one. I like the Doom that came to Sarnath. I, it would be very difficult for me to like name an HP Lovecraft story and what happens in it, actually. Do you, have you read a lot of Lovecraft or have you just listened to a I lot have, of the I have both. Podcasts. I have both read a lot of Lovecraft and uh, his uh, Mez 592 continues. Anjik, do you still listen to the HP Lovecraft literary podcast? Mm-hmm. They just released a reading of Call of Cthulhu, although I haven't listened yet, but if it's like their previous recordings, it should be pretty good. Yeah. Andrew Lehman is a great reader. Um, I remember the one the guy about the guy that played the crazy music that opened mm-hmm. up, opened his window into like a another world or maybe stopped it from like that guy playing his music was the music of eric zahn yeah yeah uh the yeah. um the hp lovecraft historical society has done some really awesome 
radio plays of a bunch of them with all the like different actors and sound effects and prop inserts in the packaging and stuff that are Hmm. really cool. That's cool. Lastly, he writes in reference to the discussion about speedrunners being upset at the randomness of the naughty sorceress gate. I don't think it's a big deal. As, I don't think it's as big a deal as people make it out to be. So maybe every once in a while you happen to get an effect uh, that uh, ruins your run and pushes it out a day longer. So what? Yeah, but you're the so what is yeah. yeah you're yeah. applying reason to people who aren't operating under the same rules of causality I mean, there's, that you are. There's right? like yeah. There's like a, there's a logical complaint and then there's the emotional one of this run has been super awesome until you get to this place and, and you're just get screwed at yeah. the very end. Like, you know, I have, I have been railing against this for the past couple of days in video games, like a long sequence yeah. of actions that then gets fucked up at the very end and you have to start over super, super frustrating. Yeah. And Ca- I mean, we cannot me yell at computers a lot. We cannot deny that things that upset people upset people. We can say this shouldn't upset you, but that has never calmed down anyone about <laughs> anything ever. Um, that may or Prob- may not be, probably, that may or may not be true. Um, probably unlikely to help. Dry hat says this should not be interpreted as a whiny bring back the haunted house lol, but rather a request for clarification of your plans. I remember several radio shows slash podcasts back. You're talking about how uh, there'd be no narrative impediment to bringing back the haunted house next year, as opposed to Elf Alley, but that you didn't want to say one way or another in front of people. More recently, however, you've been talking about wanting to take it down in order to cannibalize it for. Uh, what I understand to be the next clan dungeon. My question is, does that mean you've made a decision to never bring back the haunted house? And if so, do you expect to do something completely different, but equally or more flashy next Halloween? There's been a lot of discussion about, and I think there might be some later in this thread about like our failure as a company to properly communicate our plans about holiday events to the player base. And I just want to say like, fuck that. Like we, don't we have zero responsibility have... to tell everyone about the surprises that are in store for them ahead of time. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's how we view it. Right. And like most we're... people don't want to know about that. And that information almost never exists until the very last moment. So like, I don't really know how to answer this question. Like, I I think I begrudgingly admitted that there would be no narrative impediment to bringing the haunted house back next year, but I never wanted to. I don't want to. I, Somebody in dev chat had the idea of bringing it back, but with a different boss, so that all the, so that all the main drops would be different things. I mean, I think that's tantamount to not bringing it back. Mm, okay. You know, I mean, if we're gonna do that, why not just do a different thing? I than guess that's it, true, right? I mean, that's some other necromancer mm. that also does the same things to a sorority haunted house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, but I mean, then, this, he's, he's from the seventies. It's a necromancer. He just paints them different colors. <laughs> they're not. They're not done. They're not undead this time. I see. Uh, we've been we've been really mining. We've been we've been wringing a lot of uh, blood out of that undead stone. A lot yeah. of vampire yeah. blood. Yeah. Uh, let's do something different. Let's. Okay. Do, do you guys want to? Do you guys want to commit to an undeadless 2012? No. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. You don't. What are you no. scared? Are you scared? Are you scared to be constrained and have to try new things, guys? <laughs> I just, there are things that I'm hoping will happen in 2012 that, while not technically undead, mm. Mm. right? Yeah. Right? So that's that's the thing. Like, I, you know, depends on where you draw the the undead lines. I could, I can imagine, mm-hmm. I can imagine a lot of uh, 
things that are that some people would call sure. it. Right, like you know, are yeah, zombies undead? Are zombies undead, or are they like you know, think about how much cooler it would be to do all of that stuff in twenty thirteen? Well, if if there is a twenty thirteen, yeah, there's going to be twenty thirteen. I think oh, there might I mean, we we might not be here. We to could see, skip we might it. not be here to see it. Because I thought I thought all like uh, centuries, uh, yeah, like, centuries like, that were centuries over don't have a thirteenth year, yeah. twenty years yeah. long. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we should just skip it. I'm just going to start dating all my checks 2014, so that way I'll be in the right habit. When and then if the guy at the data center complains, I'll just be like, "What? I don't understand." Uh, Raymond Kinger says, "How would you feel about changing foam darts to be usable on people in Ronin and Hardcore?" I thought that they were. Um, Cognitive Disco Dan says, have you ever considered writing a book about the main game design decisions you made in KOL? I understand the radio shows somewhat cover this, and the idea requires a lot of work, and the game is always evolving, but I think budding game developers could learn a lot from it. KOL has fairly unique mechanics and situation which might be more useful than, say, a discussion of WoW or D20. I mean, I think the less the less unique and specific to your own niche game the lessons are that you present, the more useful it is to... Mm. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Right? There are I mean, design principles that come out of stuff. You know, we've definitely done stuff and been happy with it, and done stuff and then been unhappy with it. Like, there's, you know, maybe the you could learn lessons, general lessons from our specific examples, right? Like that's that is a possibility. Um, yeah, I I don't know if I could ever write a book. I don't know if I have the. It would require a level of analysis of stuff that we've done that I'm not sure that we could really perform well it would it would also be a project of a level of seriousness that i'm not sure that i could stomach for long enough to actually well, write a book this, we it, a, a this funny is book. this is a nanorimo <laughs> so you could write a novel about a uh, about a guy writing a video game <laughs> right and also banging a lot of high school chicks yeah <laughs> all right i, I get behind that uh let's see you're gonna get behind a guy who's banging a lot of high school chicks FOMR0153 says, One thing I always loved was the old KOL documentary. I don't suppose we'll ever see anything in that vein again, will we? Or anything new in the shop? I hope the Bone Star hasn't put you off the Bone Star shirt. Also, really enjoyed the Halloween content. Looking forward to seeing what you came up with for the next challenge path. I would not look forward to it too much. <laughs> the, yeah, the Bone Star shirt was definitely has definitely gone awry in, yeah. in a bunch of ways that were it, it, really frustrating. I mean, it's definitely a debacle. Would you would you characterize it at this point as a fiasco? <laughs> uh, it, if, a if it, clusterfuck? Yeah. It, do you think clusterfuck issues, is between debacle and if fiasco? If issues surrounding it last into 2012, I think it has officially become a clusterfuck. I think it's, I okay. think it's just a debacle. At the right, moment. Now, right now, it's still just a debacle. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, for Squillis says... Uh, we're going to put the comic book in there when it comes out, I assume. Oh, yeah. I mean, I assume. Maybe yeah, that's uh, that's finalized that's, for print, right? Yep. Like, I, can I, I uh, see I it? Sent, I would like to proofread it if it's not already at the printers. I don't think it's already at the printers, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I thought about I thought about saying like, yeah, here, let's hold this back and have hot stuff proofread it, but then I was like, no, because that'll take six months and. What? Scully's going to get mad. Why would it take six months for me to proofread something? I don't know. What is KOL? Hot stuff. What is KOL? <laughs> that's not a well, proofreading thing. Also, it's the. The, all all the text except for like the little ads and stuff that I put in and, and already proofread is part of PDF images that Scully would have to go back to the artist to get changed. We can't do them in house. Right. I mean, but so do we want to print a comic longer. that has... So no, no, I'm not saying... Oh, well, that. so that's the question. Do we want to print a comic now that has a single typo in it or do we want to print a comic three weeks from now that does not have a single typo in it? I mean... 
I don't know. I wow. I, I I mean, I want to get it the fuck done so that it's a real thing. Okay. I, well, okay. I, imagining I don't that have I am, to have I don't have to have anything to do with right, it. So that's like, and and I mean, imagining you know because this is Scully's deal, sure. right? And so imagining like one of the differences in the ways that we like to get things done and the way that Scully likes to get things done is that he gets like there are things that exist through his methods that would never have come to fruition. would never have actually come to exist sure. using our methods. Right. And I mean, you know, I'm somewhere in the middle of you guys and, and whatever, like I looked at it, I was like, you know, I don't really like this ad. Let's, let's simplify this and do something different. But it's like, you know what? That's enough. That is, that is enough of my input on this. That the one thing that I thought was, was definitely like worth spending a couple hours changing. Um, it was like two minutes. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I mean, I didn't know, right? Say, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know if you were awake, right? So what? I, right, right. My worry was that in asking you to change that ad, I had made it so you would not get to it until after it was too late to send it to the printer today mm. or whatever. And I, I could definitely understand Scully being in a big hurry to get this thing out there because there's a lot of people waiting for that it. That is true. Right. And yeah. I think almost all of those people would rather have a thing with a single letter typo in it than wait another two weeks. Yeah. I mean, even for, for even big mainstream comics, I I still catch a typo in them every now and then. Yeah, sure, sure. I I still I spill I spill catchatory on them every now and again. I mean, and I'm not saying that like you know me proofreading it is this holy grail of of type of sure. freeness because like there you know I have proofread all the Trojan Adventures and there's definitely been stuff that's gotten through there. Yep, but no, I you know I I thought about it. I'm like, should I should I hold this back to let Hot Stuff read through it? And then I was like, you know what? Let's let me don't. Let me, let me don't do that. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Forsquilla says the sexy sorority enemies had a bunch of twin cities related last names, Hamline, Minneapolis, Snelling, St. Paul, St. Cloud. Why no Edina too obvious. Yeah. I don't know, man. Those were all, I added a whole bunch of extra last names into there. The, and I also made it so any two of them could be hyphenated. Um, yeah, the, your name generator was a little up its, up its own butt. For a little while. Was it? Yeah. Didn't you have one that was like. Like it could have an entire other name inside it. Oh, I'm thinking of a different name generator. Never mind. Sorry, this is not for the sorority girls. Oh yeah, that, that was, was the, the weird place, place name. Yeah, I, I made this yeah. weird thing to generate uh, fantasy place names. I might just publish that thing somewhere because it's pretty funny. You're not going to use it in something? I, okay, so I, in my imagination, what this was used for was if we were when we are populating the world of right. the word game, we just scroll through these and think oh that sounds like a place that would be somewhere right and then the rest of it is like oh boner foot farts <laughs> like cool my, my trick for that was looking through lists of names of fonts yeah but that's only gonna work for so long, for so long yeah, yeah for towns and dudes and stuff i mean there, yeah. there's definitely gonna be like the forest you know like uh, the, there's gonna be a bunch of forests and the forests need names so why not boner fart <laughs> boner fart woods bob bobcat goldthwaitia <laughs> Uh, Florence says, thank you for my sweet sword. You're welcome. Um, myth captor, big proposal about putting stuff inside. What's its things? Don't let your baby be dressed in drag, says weird. I would like to add my voice to the course of those saying, jig to what you want, says El Uh Casey Wiederman says, riff and hot stuff, you can do what you want to. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Sweet, I'm out of here. <laughs> Bye. 
Who let who let him take his chains off? <laughs> Stetherell says, if you add tab chat to the native KOL interface, can you include the option to have multiple chat frames? That way you can watch multiple chat channels at once without having to click between the tabs. Yeah, that is a feature that I would like to have, or the ability to like drag two channels into a tab, maybe. Yeah. Although that would get ugly because one of the benefits of tab chat is that you don't have to display the channel name before every utterance. If in chat, if tab chat is going to be useful to me, I definitely need to be able to see clan and lounge in the same thing without having to click focus over to that window. Yeah, well, maybe you could be useful to you. You could uh, define some items in there and then just have like one and two. It would display one for whatever the first channel you decided and two for the. Second one, you could you know you could have up to nine of those in the same tab or something. Yeah, and we figure it, figure out something. I also you know the idea of splitting the chat channel, the, splitting the chat pane in two, top to bottom, is also not sure. super objectionable, right? Hmm. Or three, yeah. right? And there's no reason we couldn't do that, and then just have the ones that you're looking at update. It's I mean it'd be a little complicated, I guess. We'd want people to be able to drag. Man, I was getting mad at Google Reader today because it was like, why can't why don't you just use frames? Jerks. <laughs> this would be so much easier if you just used frames. It looks, man, trying to read Google Reader now, it just hurts my eyes. I don't, what is Google Reader? What, what is it, why an, is everybody up in arms about all it's this? It's an RSS, an RSS reader. reader. I started using it like three days before they changed it. Oh. Um, because iGoogle just became useless, right? Like iGoogle is what I used as an RSS reader and it, like more and more bugs got introduced in it that they just never fixed until it was like, I just can't mm. like, I, it would be easier to just go to all of these websites than to use this aggregation tool. And that's what I mean. I guess I just don't eat, read enough stuff on the internet. Cause I just have like a couple of places that I go. Oh yeah. On Cause see, I've, I've got like maybe two dozen blogs and three dozen web oh, comics yeah. that I, I read regularly. I, that so. I have like t- a dozen things that I, <clears throat> three things that I check. <clears throat> right. Well, you don't read. You you rely on me blogs. to find interesting things in these other places. And, yeah, I mean, and, I read. I go ag- to the news. I'm your aggregator. You're my <laughs> aggregator. With your pocket calculator. Sometimes you're an aggravator. Sure. Sometimes I just yell at you about stuff. Man, we yeah, we got into like a pretty serious yelling match yesterday. Yeah. And then the neighbors uh, were yelling at each other about uh, cheating on each other. Yeah, and uh, man, there's some. There's. Man, was that what I was hearing that I thought was two meth heads out shouting at each other in the alley? Yes. Yeah. Because it's not really an alley. That's just the neighbor's house. Um, I don't know that they're they're meth heads. Um, They might be meth heads. I probably just assumed that because it sounded like it was coming from the back alley and not the side. And not the side. Sure. Uh, Let's see. People talking about daylight savings and whatnot and whatever and Blah, people talking about that stuff. Uh, sorry about all this stuff in here. Um, about all the, the conversation. Half a ton of Grizzlies. Says, yeah, all this conversation in the radio is show. Is this Monday sh- Monday thread. Thread? It is the Monday show thread. Uh, so they're talking about it afterwards, which is probably fine. Uh, half a ton of Grizzlies says, nice work on the Scarecrow. Awesome writing. Also, a crackpot tin pot dictator familiar would be really cool. <laughs> I would like it if you made one sometime. Keep I feel really bad about how that familiar rolled out. Uh, oh, yeah. Because like a pretty over, major oversight in our part. When we Which was out, what that it was conferring the enchantments of the oh yeah pants like that was like that's that had been fixed I think but stuff didn't get pushed properly yeah, yeah. Uh, not everything that needed to get pushed had gotten pushed and I feel like you know especially when when money is involved it's really bad 
like we did a bad thing by like rolling that by out. letting that go and yeah. then having it come yeah i mean it yeah i don't know it wasn't supposed to be i didn't see anybody upset about it but then i didn't read that thread so i wouldn't have seen anybody there, I mean, there were people who were, who were a little disappointed and a couple of people were like oh i probably wouldn't have gotten four of these you know had i known but right they i mean they didn't seem like angry yeah i think it's pretty obviously like soups op for it to yeah be a yeah. hat rack plus oh yeah yeah no that's i mean right? some like, people were just i mean it seems to be pretty clear people, people assumed that it was a bug like several people assumed that it was a bug and we got a lot of bug reports about it so yeah that does i mean i like i was not as involved in the whole deal with this item of the month as i as i probably should have been it was uh it was fun to write i wrote maybe a fifth of the messages but i I started really running out of things for a snooty guy to say about different <laughs> kinds of pants. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's you can just start making fun of poor people. This looks like the kind of pants a poor person would wear. Pants I, a poor person there, would wear. There are quite a few of those. Have you heard I this wrote. other story about poor people? <laughs> they lost their houses. Ha ha ha! How droll. Ah, uh, man. Were they poor before? Like when they had a house? Or oh. in order to be poor, can you have a house? Uh, nobody's poor if they have friends. Hmm. Oh, let them eat friends. <laughs> um, WVO Quine says, you guys seemed receptive to making all the password slips you have visible at the Nemesis Cave when you click on the door to make it play better on iPads and mobile devices. Is that still a go? I was never really a go or it would have been a gone by this mm-hmm. point. Um, but it was. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm I don't have any objections to that. No, um, we need uh, somebody who is really we need uh a CD Moyer or a couple CD Moyers that uh, will work for free yeah. so that yeah. we can implement all of these like quality need, of life. We yeah. need a I mean, CD that, Moyer who will work for free and knows everything about iPad programming. That too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because like that is one of the things that would have gone into that radio show to-do list, which is just a list of stuff to get to never. <laughs> right. I mean, because at this point, yeah, cause... it's a list of stuff to get to when we have time that we don't have other more important things to do. And there are always other more important things to do. Like, so, we... I mean, what what do other companies do? Do they just hire more people? Like when there's a bunch of stuff that you want to get done that you don't have time for? Does that? Well, I mean, is that what happens? Uh, so like th- looking at other companies that we're aware of that do things like this. Right. So say like EverQuest, yeah, they release expansions pretty frequently, but they're all just pretty much vertical. They don't make a lot of changes. They don't, they, they spend years developing the things so that there are no bugs and they ignore people's requests for minor interface improvements. Okay. Right. I mean that like, so that's not at all like this though. I mean, I'm thinking, but but I'm saying it's, that is, that is game as service, right? Which is like. I mean, so I'm like thinking about glitch. Like they, they seem like they're pretty rapidly expanding, right? Like they've. they've I got, mean, I, I think it's like an endemic people problem. Working on it that and they've they got like have eight m- jobs open and stuff. They have more ideas than there is time to implement them because I, you know, ideas, ideas are, are cheap and time is expensive. You know, like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know. You know, it like to me, the the only way to stay sane is to just hide that stuff from myself so that I don't see the world as, as a rapidly expanding list of infinitely expanding to-do lists, you know, but what are you going to do? 
Uh, WVO Quine also, uh, also says, you guys talk about the spindler and the hopper a lot. I vaguely know what they are, but don't have the best grasp of them. Could you describe them in a little more detail? Feel free to use super techie terms. I like listening to tech talk even when I don't understand it. So the sp there are a variety of spindlers. The hopper is figurative. Yeah, right? the, hopper is, the hopper is just like you would imagine just it. in that on deck. Yeah. It's uh, like our uh, the burners. Yeah, <laughs> the back burners. We've got a front burner and a back burner. Um, the spindlers, I, I think I posted to the Twitter a long time ago a screenshot of the item spindler. Um, but they are just what Xenophobe called the the web tool front ends that we have for editing the game data. Yeah, they are like basically a collection of text entry fields and some drop downs uh, that like they have all the relevant information for making an item. There's a bunch of checkbox checkboxes that you have to click. Um, yeah. A bunch of things that you forget to mark multi-usable. Well, either that or if you mark them multi-usable, they don't work correctly yeah, sure. <laughs> i'm not entire, i that is a little bit of a an abstraction that i don't really understand because some stuff like is like can you mark this multi-usable and i'm like i go check and i do it and it works fine and then some stuff just does not work right and well i don't know why often i will like a spleen item uh, when i code a spleen item it is always going to be it is always going to support multi-use because that function supports multi the function right. that i use for that supports multi-use okay but so here's something i tried to mark like a potion multi-usable and it gave me twice you know the correct number of turns of the effect but the icon didn't show up on the multi-use the what the 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 okay when you when you use something you know it shows the icon and it shows you use this thing right the, the sure i mean that just could be the descript like multi-use might not display the icons it does it, it, you know, it was something something weird was going that's on a, that's a that's user error <laughs> that's a that was i think that was a problem with the pebcac system yeah, I, okay um yeah I, so like I, basically i can't there's a lot of requests for stuff like that that like i can't handle right so i don't know how to hot stuff can you handle this uh not multiply i don't not, think not you multiple can times this. Uh, Erich says, do you guys feel more comfortable in the environment you're in being able to add and change things organically in the same game? How do you think you'd feel, comparatively speaking, with an environment such as the designers of the Elder Scrolls game, where all corrections, additions, and anything else would have to be made from scratch with a future installment or DLC? I mean, the grass is always greener on the other side of the road, I guess, to some extent. I mean, like all of the things that I was whining about just now would not necessarily be true in an environment like that, but like you're risking so much more. Right. Mm -hmm. You're potentially sinking years of your life into a product that will never see the light of day. I guess it is a foregone conclusion that like the fifth Elder Scrolls game <laughs> is going that project is going to be completed. Yeah. But like, you know, like what if it comes out and it sucks? That's probably not going to happen, but sometimes it does. I mean, you know, all the guys that worked on the latest Red Faction game, I bet, are pretty sad that they sunk years making this game that was really hotly anticipated. There was not a chance of it not being released, but it came out and nobody liked it, and yeah. now they don't have jobs anymore. Or, or something like, uh, what was it, Shadows of the Damned that was the big Suda51 and, and the guy that did music for Silent Hill and, and all these important people and... It came out and was pretty good, but didn't get any advertising at all. So nobody knew about it and nobody bought it. And the team broke up through no fault of their own. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I, I like it here. Uh, and I like, you know, I think for, for the Word Realms MMO, I mean, we're talking about doing it very, very ad hoc, you know, very, yeah, very service oriented approach to it. And just, you know, we gotta be, we gotta be careful not to fall into some of the same traps 
that we've got here. I mean, we got to spend more time designing the systems to begin with to make sure that they are things that we can approach. Yeah. Ad hoc. Yeah. Um, but I think that's I think that's well within our. You know, it's one of the, like we've been with the word realm stuff. We've been going back and like redoing core technologies on a bunch of stuff to like make it more extensible in the future. Which hopefully that time is going to be worth it. Yeah, I mean, I feel like in the last few days it finally seems like work is paying off to me. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how realistic that is. We should, we should put, we should put the single player version of word realms in the next IGF. We could have had it in this one, but we missed the deadline. I, if I felt at all confident that it would be done within one year, I would agree with you. It doesn't but, have to be done. No. Beta version is valid. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, but yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I would have felt okay putting the game five months ago into it, but like the game in its current state, I would yeah, not put in. We've backslid a oh, lot because it, of yeah. I haven't played it a recent build. There's, there's all kinds of problems with it now that oh. did not exist five months ago. Uh, Linguini Lad says, Jake, by the time you're reading this on your show, I probably have already completed my first skydive ever. So that leads me nice. to the question. Jake, have you ever skydived? If not, would you ever try that? Also, I asked the rest of the asymmetric crew the same. Fuck no, I would never skydive. I don't even like getting in a plane, much less a plane where the <laughs> door is open and I have to jump out of it. Sometimes I think that that could be pretty awesome. I mean, I like roller coasters, or at least I did. I haven't been on one in years. But then I think that probably the act of skydiving would just cause me to throw up all the way down. <laughs> it's throw up all the way My down. My primary fear is that the terror would cause me to pass out and I would be too unconscious to pull my chute, which I bet has never <laughs> happened to anyone. But you, you, First of all, when you, if you were to do it, you would have somebody strapped to your back or whatever. Like it's not, you, don't get to just, you don't get to just jump out of a plane with a parachute. I mean, I guess if you're really rich that you might be able to do it. I don't know. You sign some waivers. Maybe you could do it without any kind of training but sure yeah. the first couple times you do it you're gonna have somebody strapped to your back and so it's and they're gonna be the ones like they might let you pull the cord but if it doesn't work they'll pull their own cord or whatever man i watched this video uh while during the break of the monday radio show and then i got posted to boing boing a couple days later this guy who had a helmet cam on and was like paragliding and then this bird got caught in his parachute and oh, ripped it shit. up so he's just like spinning out of control oh. and yeah it was, he was fine, and the bird was fine. But Whoa. wow, yeah, it was nuts. I would, I would totally go skydiving. I think I, I am hesitant to do it because it's expensive, and I don't want to develop a habit that is super mm. expensive. It's not that expensive, is it? It's pretty expensive. It's like it's one hundred and fifty dollars for a jump, probably. Yeah. Plus, okay. you probably pay more for training course beforehand. I bet. Well, no. I mean, well, sure, I, mean, I think actually, once you get certified it's probably the cost probably goes down you know what i think would be cool is that indoor skydiving where there's just a big fan that holds you off the ground huh. i think that would be a lot of fun yeah actually. that's you weird. know what i would love i would love to go up in like the the nasa the vomit, the comet. vomit comet thing i think that would terrify me oh that would be so cool just to be weightless yeah it's such such short periods of time oh it's like a minute yeah i mean and yes. they they go and they go up minute, and down for, uh, for it's courses, a minute and they so. do it 10 or 12 times yeah. right right and, and that a minute of weightlessness is enough to fuck around and do whatever you want to do in weightlessness have sex yeah yeah it's <laughs> long enough well okay then uh, Arius Velar says, in hardcore, Mr. Store will let you pull a Mr. A from Hanks to pay with, which with which to pay. In softcore, that option isn't available, meaning impatient as I am, I have to spend a pull to get the new item of the month. You are the, actually you, you are, are spending, actually a, pull spending a pull in hardcore. You just hardcore. don't know it. Yeah. It, it. it is not a free pull item. Yeah. 
um, it counts against your pull limit if you were to drop hardcore. Yeah, because we didn't want people doing that, right? We didn't want people pulling Mr. A's out of of Hanks to use ostensibly to use in Mr. Store, and then whoop, drop softcore. Except I've got all these, I've got three Mr. A's that I can now equip because mm-hmm. of the huge advantage that confers. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I don't, I don't. Yeah, well, oh, so is this intended, or could it possibly be changed to let us spend Mr. A's directly from storage? It what it also does is it makes it so buying an item from Mr. Store also costs a pull. Yeah. Right? So, it's... It sounds a little skeezy, but the only way to get around that is to donate and run. Yeah, which is... Not by intention. I mean, that was not yeah, a design they just, choice. It just happened that way, and we were like, well, okay, so do we take away this trick that people enjoy doing sometimes on Bleeding Edge runs and also... Reduce make, the amount of money. The amount of money that we're getting. People like, don't do that very often. I feel they like. d- they don't, and nobody like you know. It's just one of those things where I have to let, I have to let like capitalist reasoning guide me because I a I don't think it is that important. Yeah. And b it's like it, I, that is just a switch that I cannot flip. I cannot bring myself to be like, oh no no no, it is important to the purity of the game that people who donate while they're in run don't get an advantage. Like nah, it's really not. Right. I mean, is it, it, the most important aspect of the purity of the game is the game's existence. And so things yeah. that allow the game to continue to exist yeah. can 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 slide. Um, anyway, he says, I gather free pull items can be K-mailed to in-run characters. So that provides a workaround. Send a Mr. A in a gift package from Hanks to a multi. Have the multi buy the item of the month and K-mail it back. It's not a free pull item, though. That's the that's yeah. the distinction. Well, the Mr. Store items are free pull items. Some of them. No, they all are. Well, well, not okay. the gear, not right, not pieces of gear. Sure, you're right. The ones that you could just as easily have donated for before your run started, right? And and use, are. but not a Mr. A, is what I'm saying. Can you send free pull items to to people who are in Ronin and hardcore? I don't know. I mean, they're, I think they're still in a package, so I don't know that that means anything. Yeah, I don't. I certainly didn't ever make it so you can do that. I don't know if, you know, that's a thing where, where somebody asked Chris to do it, and he was like, oh, sure, why not? Because why not, right? Um, a blister guy says, Riff bought a make-your-own-vampire-fangs kit from my mall store. How come he doesn't <laughs> get one free? Riff, you need to join a union. I did get one free, but uh, a friend of mine uh, forgot to get one before before they left the store, so I, I made her a gift. Oh, okay. Um... <clears throat> Vola, Volvox824 says, As a new player, I must say KOL is a right swell game. Even though my wife claims you clearly stole it from her, since the art looks like the doodle she drew me back in college. Anyhow, <laughs> consider an item of the month that is a computer where if you pass 3, 4, 5, 6, it has a 50% <laughs> chance of sending your photo to the center of Venus or helping your homework. Um, or being Oregon. <laughs> I was also wondering if Mr. Skullhead takes his name from the segment of the same name on that delightful show Animaniacs or if he just likes sweet skulls. Now, yeah, I believe that. I believe that is where he got that name. Um... Yeah, it's nice to see a new player who is uh, who is a radio show and video games hot dog enthusiast. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Josmo writes a thing that I'm glad he wrote. I do not think that I'm going to read the entire thing because it's pretty long. But it's basically about like why why he came back and how he felt at various points when he came back. He continues, P.S. Don't knock Mafia. They've got a full-featured CLI for your game. Interface aside, being able to say buy strawberry in the CLI and having it automatically put on the hippie outfit and take it back off where necessary is just the type of sugar that I like. It also puts spoilers under choice adventures. It's way more useful for things other than just for automation. 
But when I said automation, I meant stuff like that hippie store thing. I did, I did not mean, mean like, like botting. Robot, robot players, I did not mean yeah. botting turns played, although it does that also. Um, but no, I, I just I mean for things like I can press one button and do all of the things that I would do when I first log on to my character that don't cost any adventures or whatever. Like that is that is still automation as I would describe it. Like I do not dislike Mafia, and I never ever knock it. Like it is a it is a cool well, I mean, piece of software. You, I think you just like the the way the interface looks, right? Oh, sure, sure, sure. I mean, I would never like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I don't know that I dislike it. I. It is not that I it's think it is baffling. bad. It is that yeah. it is that it is it is wholly inappropriate for a novice player of KOL, yeah. Yeah. and I am not. Okay. I am not interested in. I am not interested in presenting. Yeah, people I think the, by default with an interface that I find is inappropriate. For the. Them. Uh, the overwhelmedness that I was talking about just with the native interface, I think would be tenfold with yeah. all the new options. I don't think that the Mafia native interface is. is nearly as overwhelming as it used to be. Yeah. I mean the, the iconic menus is really good. Um, is the icon iconic menus the default? No? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And I, I wish that the rest of you clowns would use it. I do use I it. Use okay. It, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've started using it. All right. It. You, Present clowns excluded. <laughs> I, had, I mean, once, I had to hold out until there were there were until it was for, configurable. Yeah, I yeah. kept using it even before I was using it even before it was configurable, and that was a lot of what made it made us or made me actually say, "All right, fuck this. This needs to be configurable yeah, now." Right. You know, it was like that that thing about that Google engineer who wrote that blog post about how like they should be like Google should be operating a platform and all of their stuff, all of their internal stuff should be running on that platform. Like you should eat your own dog food. Right. Do they not use Gmail there and stuff? I, I, they might, I, you know, but, but that's not what he's talking about. I mean, he's talking about like how like Facebook is better and Amazon is better at operating as a platform than, than Google is like Amazon in terms of like their data center stuff and their cloud server stuff right i don't uh, i still don't anyway, quite you didn't, understand like, clearly yeah. you didn't read the thing and i'm not going to summarize the entire thing yeah. i'm pretty sure i sent it to you <laughs> no, i read it you know I'm, but i don't understand what you mean by like amazon and facebook being better at, at platforms like they're not facebook is a platform amazon is a platform google is not a platform like they're like th- that whole there was that issue where you could not be logged into google reader and google plus at the same time which was is just absurd, sure, right? Sure. And that should never have happened. And the and, and you know his complaint, his his idea is that you 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 eat your own dog food, right? Like you have to be, you cannot sell something if it is not a thing that you are confident in using. And I thought, you know what, I I had a feeling like this back when I did that iconic top menu. I was like, you know, this is what we should be using because if this is what we are encouraging people to use, we should make sure that we yeah can use it to play the game. That said. Our needs, okay, thought, uh, our I, needs as developers are categorically different than a player's needs as a player. Right. Um, you know, but that's what our backend tools are for, right? Yeah. For getting around the world, we should be using the same things that we expect the players to use so yeah. that so that we are aware I, of their foibles. I still need an icon for the GM tools link, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Huh. I made that. I we, Did yeah, you? There, yeah, there's an icon for oh, it. Oh, is there? It's yeah. there oh, okay. by defaults, I thought. No, I haven't seen it. Uh, it may be. It may be that you're not. A it may be GM. that it's new since the 
well, yeah, it could also be you, you might, Yeah, oh, okay. I, don't, I, I might have just not I have had that in the, in the regular links, though. It might be hard coded to your player ID or something. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, Lokiator says, now that we've got reasonable skill books, thank you very much, by the way, what are your thoughts about introducing a new shelf in the mystical bookshelf to allow easy access storage and reading? Would the fact that such a shelf could only be accessed in Aftercore cause too many headaches for implementation? Uh, I mean, the fact that that's not what it, that's not what that's for would cause headaches and me being willing to consider it. <laughs> Uh, Big Mara got some got some scathing criticism on the way, fellas. Oh yeah, yeah, it's not really scathing. I don't quite understand what I feel has become a trend in recentish items of the month. I feel that you all have basically decided to make items of the month really big and broad in an attempt to please everyone. I don't know if this is an attempt to spur donations or maintain player interest, but I really can't stand the knowledge required to operate most of the new items of the month. After a short hiatus from the speed game, I honestly don't know where to begin, where to be begin to, to jump back into it. Uh, the one thing I know is that I find myself missing the simple items of the month that I get to equip and forget about or use and put away. Now the question, what's the deal with you suddenly becoming so concerned with pleasing everyone rather than just focusing on developing a good game? Like, Dang. hey, fuck you for that last sentence. That is just totally, that is just bitchy and not constructive. Cold. Um, it, it's, I mean, I just don't understand the sentence, right? Like, if if we are managing if we are managing to please everyone <laughs> yeah then sort of definitionally we are developing a good game yeah I mean, that's that's what i don't that's that's the contradiction that i'm not entirely sure about um like the breadth while i agree that recent items of the month are broad compared to older items of the month the speed applications are pretty narrow are pretty narrow and we we definitely consider that and like, you know, how do we need to make sure that this doesn't require a lot of bullshit fiddliness in order to do what it does to the speed game? Because, you know, I mean, oh, I, right, I guess because we're trying to please everybody. I mean, I, to act like trying to please everyone is the same thing as like catering to the lowest common denominator, which seems to be the bile mm, yeah. you're spitting here is is disingenuous. I mean, you know, we're trying to make things that are awesome. And a lot of it is we just keep trying to outsmart ourselves with it, which is, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's a problem. Maybe it's not. I mean, you, I mean, what you, your guiding like design philosophy for this is a new player should look at this and think, wow, this is really awesome or really cool. Right. And so part of it is that the bar, like we keep setting the bar for that higher for ourselves as designers, you know, and like as the core game, you know, we couldn't put, sort of a funky familiar in there that was just too familiars anymore because the core game does that sometimes like you know like it's there are places in the in the core game now that um that are really interesting and so you kind of have to compete with that with you know donation content i, I guess it's sort of what i'm yeah where, where i'm coming at it i from. mean that's the thing like nobody is served by another crimbo elfling right like that would just that would just be a dick move well i mean or but, like a dark jill is what i'm thinking right well sure but yeah that was the same category i mean that's what i was like you know dark jill was what just like volleyball plus damage yeah yeah i don't know like yeah you know i like it was a simpler landscape back yeah. then right so like you could build a simpler house and it would still look cool in this landscape is what i'm saying you can make a simpler <laughs> happy little tree <laughs> and it wouldn't be like, wow, that tree is fucking boring. Fuck you, Bob Ross. You suck at making trees. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, and that said, uh, the I don't understand the pleasing everybody thing because, like, clearly we are not pleasing you. 
right? And so that is, you, you cannot please everybody because, you know, especially if some people are going to be happy with something that's complicated and some people are going to be happy with something that's simple. That's so therefore we like by definition, we cannot please everybody. So, and that, that was I, never I, something that we've been trying to do. The idea that it, that there is or has ever been an item of the month that a speed player just gets to equip and forget about, I think is, is not so accurate. I mean, I don't think that we've ever made a piece of gear that was like, oh, clearly the right thing to do for a speed run is to just pull this before you play a turn, equip it and leave it on the entire time. Like, I, right. I think that would be kind of boring. Because, we, yeah, we want people to have to make choices and decisions and use strategy. I mean, maybe you're always wearing the Viva La Mask. I don't know. I mean, every once in a while we'll make something that is broken because it is too powerful, yeah. which, which usually happens because a thing does a bunch of things but doesn't do any of them really well, and so we just keep throwing a bunch more stuff at it. Or so with it, the so Viva Mask, something does stuff, and then six months later we change how the game works, yeah. and then that th- the things that it does suddenly become really powerful. Child says, at the time of writing, I've just got my hands on Asymmetric's Crimbo present, which will be going in the post and onto an aeroplane the morning after the show gets broadcast. For one of a better question, I'll edit in when I have one. Isn't aeroplane a weird word? <laughs> Apparently, you just say airplane over there. Why is that? And are you going to implement any sort of air slash aeroplane in the game? Um, I think we're just lazy. We want to save that extra syllable. Yeah. Also, I prefer to use the uh, German uh, German word, which uh, literally translates to fly thing. <laughs> uh, also, uh, planes are often made out of aluminum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dog Delusion says, what are your thoughts on adding level 15 plus skills to each class? Perhaps not for every level, but every five levels or even just level 20 or 30. Perhaps even non-permeable if balance is an issue. Just curious. I have thought about that at various times and like I remember writing a, a, a wiki document to discuss with you guys like what are ways in which we could make level 15 and 20 and 30 skills that were relevant in high level high number content that just wouldn't have any impact on the lower level game and you know so we just got into things like uh, prohibitively high MP cost or <laughs> right. like you know require you to drink out of the fountain of magic energy that you can only get to when you're level 20 um or whatever or yeah. you know some kind of some kind of reagent uh, that that you need to do and it was like you know like there are a bunch of aftercore skills for every class that are that are themed based on the class and whatever content it comes from right i mean like all the hobo skills and yeah. stuff i mean there there's skills that are for anybody but like we often will do sets of skills that are you know that are that are class specific and come from somewhere and i you know yes have thought about it but i don't think that it's like i don't think there's enough of a reason to it to focus on that as a project yeah right i feel like taking all the way to level 30 would probably be a mistake too because it just yet another reason to encourage people to go out that far yeah it's it's crazy long to get there i mean i i was I was sitting on a level 13 having just beat the Nye Sorceress when the Haunted House came in and uh, I I played nearly every round that we did in our clan and got up to like level 20. And I mean, it's that, whole, spending, it's that whole exponential... But you weren't spending money power leveling. I mean, you know... It, like, all you have to do is buy like 30 billion meat worth of baseballs. <laughs> or, uh, you know, what, you're, you're level 20 now? You just buy 10 ultra rares and uh, yeah. smash, smash them. Smash them, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's trivial. 
Um, he continues, what kind of community feedback is the most useful to you guys in making KOL other than bug reports and such? Praise? Suggestions? Bitter, bitter complaints? I want to do my part to help you guys however I can, but I don't want to just pile crap on top of crap in a giant thread full of crap that's no use to you. What do you need? Money? Greeting cards? Caption pictures of cats? I am... I am pretty much as happy with gameplay discussion, the, the forum, forum, as I have ever been. Like, I, I feel like, you know, what we need is, uh, what we need is honesty, right? I mean, like, I, I like listening to people talk about the game, I, you know, civil and constructive criticism is going to be better than you guys are assholes criticism, <laughs> right? Because it's like... It is very easy to just sort of poison me against listening to anything that you say by being <laughs> yeah. by being really tactless about it. Um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not going to call out for any particular kind of feedback, right? Because it, it forced artificial feedback is not going to be anywhere near as useful in the long run or as meaningful as as the kind of feedback that just arises naturally from you playing the game and talking about it. You know, so. The fact that you the fact that you have the mindset that leads you to want to ask questions about how to help means that you're probably already doing fine. Uh Haftina Grizzly, we already read. <clears throat> Kren von Salzburg says Another thought on the limited time content stuff, which I'm certain you're absolutely sick of by now. Perhaps the best way to address future limited time content is to state explicitly at the point of purchase what dates what the dates will be for that content. Show a starting date, a date for the cessation of new instances, and a final removal date right below the purchase button. That'll allow people to decide if they want to make a risky investment or not, and can be made funny by riffing on fine print, warranty void in distant lands, do not fold spindle or zap wand, etc. I know you feel an end date was implied at the commencement of the Haunted Sorority House, but I see many people asking uh, when it would end despite that, and the explicit date should remove any reasonable complaints, so it'll remove about 10% of them. (laughs) The problem with that is that we don't always know. We haven't always decided. You know? Yeah. And and also, like, we, we cannot establish the expectation that we're going to tell people exactly how everything is going to turn out because it's just it's going to cripple us you know it, it, it'll 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 make it so hard for us to consider doing anything if we think well we have to have this whole thing done and and planned so that we can announce the close dates i mean it's it, it sucks because the things that are the things that are among the most interesting things that we do are the things that make KOL into a world for us. And those are the things that make people who really want KOL to just be a game instead of a world upset. Um, You know, because it's hard to optimize a world. That's like a problem that you're trying to solve in your day job, right? Like optimizing a game is, is, is a thing that is meant to be encapsulated and elemental and, and possible. Um, And, you know, things like the hermit has a different number of clovers every day. It's like, yeah, it's a sweet idea but then people don't like it or having to actually put on a different outfit to go use a store because that shopkeeper is biased or whatever. Yeah. Camelli says a few months back, you talked about possibly moving the LARP from the main KOL con event to some other mid year event. Is that still the basic plan? How close do you think the LARP is to being suitcase ready where you could set it up in some other city with limited effort and a skeleton crew of volunteers (sighs) without the big props, it loses a lot of its charm. Okay, that wasn't that wasn't where I was going with that. Sentence, <laughs> I think that's but the thing. I think that's true. I, I think I think that you're probably right. I mean, I would rather have a space where we could make the whole thing look like 
yeah. you know, where we could paint all the walls white and That'd be and paint a horizon awesome. in black and scenery and mm-hmm. and yeah, um, you're not allowed in unless you're wearing all white and black. No, um, so it's like that. Uh, basically, we want that building from uh, Bruce Almighty. Sure, <laughs> or that building from uh, the matrix where the architect lives yes but all of the tv screens are just turned to into the white channel <laughs> um pbs <laughs> uh also please make a generic positive comment about the dev team to offset the crappy work week i am having thanks uh nice work on the on um b- doing your part to make it so i didn't do anything about uh this item of the month <laughs> um yeah, that the the issues that we had with rolling it out were by no means uh, the fault of the oh, dev yeah. team because it was working fine for them as, as far as they could test it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, sorry to hear you're having a bad week, Melly. Sorry to never pronounce your name consistently from moment to moment, Jamelly. <laughs> Uh, Blister Guy says, I remember once there being talk of Hank maybe remembering what stuff I had hidden in my closet and putting it back there instead of my inventory. Is this still something that could happen? I believe that code is in place and just needs to be turned on. Uh, but oh, I think yeah. maybe there's some decisions that we, we have were, to make tracking about it. it. Already. Yeah. Yeah. We've started doing that just as a just as a proof of concept to see if it we was... put that technology in place before we had the new database servers. Yeah. And I think we were waiting. Yeah. Because it was a potentially exp- like expensive query. Yeah, we changed the methodology by which pull everything worked also. Um, and it turned out to not be a big deal. Okay. And also, it's just fucking crazy fast now because the SSDs. Yeah. Um, every time I see somebody on the internet saying that an SSD is not a good way to get more performance out of your computer, I want to I want to just I want to find like it's not a cost effective a picture way. of Hitler just saying wrong. <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's, I bet you could problem. find a picture of a cat that looks like Hitler saying wrong. Oh, yeah. And, and it also depends on what uh, what kind of de- like applications you're looking for. Sure, sure. But just a lot of people are like, hey, I, I'm looking to upgrade my... Ga- I'm looking for a, you know, a reasonable way to upgrade my gaming rig. And like getting an SSD dramatically increased the performance of World of Warcraft, for instance. Right? Like, you know, you, what, you're what, used to what, saying what also the hard drive is never your be, bottleneck. You know, twice as much RAM probably would be better than an SSD. Maybe. Because if, I mean, if you can just, everything if that you're you loading from this, so, yeah, you can but just it's not, load I don't it know that, I don't know that games are really prepared to use a hundred gigs of RAM. Why not? If you have it, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm, the reason that I don't know is because I didn't write them. And the reason right. that <laughs> I don't know if they, you know, I have no idea how much RAM it doesn't seem use. like it, right? Like, people complain in uh, Rage. Right about you look around. There's texture pop in. You turn around. There's texture pop in the other direction. You look back to where you were work, looking the first time, and there's texture pop in. Right. Right. So it's clearly not just storing all of the textures. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's got some kind of buffer that that's running out, and it's having to reload those textures. But what I've also read is that if you're playing Rage on an SSD, that just doesn't happen. I I did upgrade my RAM not too long ago, and uh, no, no, but it didn't seem like any particular application worked more smoothly it was just that i could have more of them open at a time Mm. Uh, let's see we have the mad hat rack says michael rain and now a fancy pants scarecrow are there any plans in the future for some sort of megazord-esque familiar that combines the three or anything (laughs) along those lines if not can you it's one of the first things that popped into my head when i saw the scarecrow so i thought i'd ask it yeah you a familiar that you make out of a hat rack two disembodied hands A, oh, a pants, uh, a, a pants scarecrow, and what it does when you combine those things together is it just creates another account for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, now uh, we need now we need uh, three different accessory equipping familiars. Yeah, we do. Uh, that's weird. That's a weird idea. The, uh, okay, where did this thing go? No, nope, I think we got through all those questions. Boy, wow. that worked out pretty well. We're right at the uh, we're right at the amount of time that I want to spend doing this. I'm hungry. I want a margarita. Nice. I am also hungry and want a margarita. All right, we're going to go do that. We're going to come back and record a video games hot dog. So those of you listening live, we will see you on the other side of this break. Those of you listening to this as a podcast, download video games hot dog and listen to it. Also yeah. download advice hot dog and listen to that. Yeah, you'll also like Also download hot dog. family hot dog and listen to that. If, if Also Jordan Desi Go. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> also Roderick on the Line is my new favorite podcast. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. Have a great week, everyone.